It is party time, Mom. Tuesday, 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 the most underrated day of the week, folks. Underrated, but we're going to make it special for you. We're glad you joined us. Chad Prather Show, we are in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. We have Kayla and Justin flying the Mothership into the nether regions that are all things um, the psychopathic problem of the white mind. I don't know if you understand that yet or not. Us whiteies. I'm going to show you today where the white <laughs> mind has gone way off the charts. Uh, we're in trouble. We're going to get to some things as well that we didn't get to yesterday. We have Jennings, Hot News Natalie, Party Foul Steve, and K-Dub, Evan Wade. It's Party Foul Pub. It's full house over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are squeezed in over there. I expect four times the talk over there, okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and they nod their heads. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, make sure everybody's mics are unmuted. Check everybody's two, two, button check is pushed. What'd you just do to that man? Golly, Natalie. Just, your mic. Yeah. And, and, and all over the world, men are watching this going, I want to sit where Jennings is sitting. <laughs> or not, Steve. It's not, it's not what you think, guys. The button under here. It's not my button. <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> and Natalie, Natalie smells a little gamey sometimes. She's a little funky. She's what? like a, She always smells she's, good. She's kind of a fella. <laughs> she's kind of a fella. No. I'm a guy. Uh, you notice Jennings, he's like right. went to that side of the bar. There's, he there's, wasn't going to speak. There's two <laughs> buttons, not just Do one. Oh, God. Seriously. Yeah, he, he didn't go sit by K-Dub. No, he didn't go there. to that oh, end. He no. stood at that end for 30 minutes before Wait, we started table waiting to see if he could squeeze in down uh, there. Oh, my gosh. Lisa Page, baby, do it in the hot seat. We're rocking and rolling today. Uh, we're going to be in Boise, Idaho. Uh, people keep saying, I thought you were going to be in Coeur d'Alene. Well, we were going to be in Coeur d'Alene this week, but uh, they canceled the show because we were going to be going head-to-head with the two Lukes. I think it was Luke Bryan and Luke Combs. Ooh. Uh, both and are they good. didn't want to compete. Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. It would have been a kind of fun after party for us because you know where we'd been. Yeah. We'd, so, been, we'd have yeah. been on Luke Combs' bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, uh, anyway, so they canceled it. We'll be back. We'll be back. we back. we be back. Uh, but we're going to be in Boise Thursday night. Two shows. Going to be fun. And then Jesse Payton and I are going to be in Everett, Washington on Friday night. Always good to be back in the Pacific Northwest. I'll be there, too. I'll just, be, you know. Yeah, but you're not on stage. Yeah. I mean, Party Foul Steve, of course, will be at both shows. Hey. Yeah. The it, the show starts at the merch table before true. they ever see you. They come have fun with me. That's so. right. You are mm-hmm. the opening act, Steve. That's right. That's where the party. Yeah, don't, that's don't right. That. That's I, right. Lisa got some of that the other night. What? And uh, she came out and signed autographs, took pictures. I, my friend Lindsay, Bible friend Lindsay, came with me. She was taking pictures. Your what friend? Bible I, friend Lindsay. Bible, Bible friend. Bible friend Lindsay, who's been on my podcast several times. You want to talk about b- biblical theology? She could give that Allie Stucky a run for her money. Mm. Yep. There you go. I take back some of those things I was saying to her then. <laughs> Jesse Payne was all about Lindsay. I was like, she's married with three boys, okay? Yeah. Jesse was giving out cards, his business cards, <laughs> like, like drink tickets. <laughs> I said to Jesse, I said, Jesse, you didn't bring a girl with you on this trip. And he goes, I know, I came solo and I'm still striking out. <laughs> so funny jesse that boy you know what the audience though on friday night in arlington they were they oh i could never be a comedian because i could tell there were a couple of moments with jesse's little bit yeah. I, I was i was feeling for him because they were not reacting the way some of the other audiences have reacted yeah. before with some of the jokes like it was Whoa. a little it was a little conservative yes uh and jesse i i can always 
I was backstage. I came out when Jesse had about 10 minutes left in his set. I always know where he's at in mm-hmm. his set. And I know his set as good as he does. Yes. And so uh, I could, I always know when he's pulling back, when certain uh, verbiage is changed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, if Jesse says, you son of a gun. <laughs> yeah, I know what he's been dealing with with the audience. Well, there's been a couple of audiences that he's had that I've crawled under the table yeah. and it was, it was like, like this oh. in sympathy well that's why we yeah. call the show unapologetic yeah. i mean yeah. it's it's you know i try to pet people up a little bit and say look we don't you know you're, you're at a comedy show. yes you're at a comedy show and uh i think jesse's super funny um and he i is. get it yes i've gotten messages where people have said you know he was a little strong <laughs> you know like well i mean you know it's not a church service, people. Yeah. It's not a church service. It ain't a political rally. I always have people who send me messages that want to, they say, well, we wish you would talk more about politics. Like, it, it's still a comedy show. Yeah. And you know what? You'd think that that would be the place you don't want to talk about politics, right? right? We laugh. talk about politics enough and, and we make political jokes. But I, and then I get people who see my schedule and they're like, why are you campaigning in Idaho and Washington? We're not. We're making a living. Yeah, yeah. I'm the guy that doesn't have millions of dollars right. in the bank. Right, I'm campaigning for my life. I mean, at, at this stage in the game, and people are so they're so just corrupted by the political system. They think that everybody's just got millions yes. of dollars sitting there waiting. To, that's the problem. Anyway, we'll, we talk more about that. Father's Day coming up. I can promise you that he doesn't want a mug or a tie. I don't. Maybe you know. Who knows? Go to watch Chad. Uh, the. Uh, <laughs> Give him a gift that will save him thousands in ammo and take his markmanship to the next level. Get him iTarget Pro. iTarget was invented to give law-abiding citizens a cost-effective way to train in the safety and privacy of their own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range or expensive practice ammunition. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, start your uh, training experience. Dry fire training is going to help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and a whole lot more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can use your AR and stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com, save 10% plus, get free shipping with the offer code CHAD. I spell it, Chad. Uh, it's the smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself immediately. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. iTargetPro.com, use offer code CHAD. We'll be right back. Isn't that crazy? I mentioned Luke Bryan, and I just got an email from Luke Bryan. There you go. How ironic. Isn't that weird? Luke Bryan emailed you? Luke Bryan. Tickets on sale now? Say? Yeah, that was a generic <laughs> yeah, exactly. one. He didn't email you. Yeah, he did. You know, I get a chat. What did he say? I'm not going to share my private messages between Luke and Lena Bryan. <laughs> he said. With you. I get an email from Chad Prather once a week. <laughs> you better be getting them every damn day. Oh. <laughs> I don't, People I, sign I, up at Prather2022.com. You put your email in there, you get one every day. Wowzers. And if you're not getting them, you better check your junk folder. <laughs> spam, too. Yeah, the spam, junk, whatever. Because a lot of times those things go there. because People have all these privacy settings on there. <laughs> and we, we send out some serious stuff, like stuff relevant, useful to Texans uh, every day. That's why people are like, we don't know your platform. You ain't looking. Yeah, you're not signed up then. Sign up. Take a look. Visit Prather2022.com. Google me. Get on Facebook. You'll learn that I'm a tyrant. 
I am. Uh, I've Googled you a couple of times. I saw that. I saw that on Facebook that somebody called you a tyrant. A tyrant. I'm a wannabe tyrant. <laughs> so, somebody said, um, uh, where is Chad Prather in Athens? Because last night we were in Athens, Texas uh, for a campaign event, speaking event. And they, and they said, where is Chad Prather on Monday? And somebody said, hopefully on his way to hell. <laughs> People are so nice. The internet. <laughs> I mean it. Yeah. Uh, Haters out there. I, I mean, you know. You got people is. going, are you ready to apologize? For what? See, I have a whole line yeah. called Unapologetic Patriot. <laughs> and K-Dub's wearing one right now. I mean, look at that beautiful, beautiful thing. Well, she wants you to apologize. Yeah, well, spit in one hand and wish in the other. <laughs> uh, the, uh, are you pulling back for the audience there? Like you were talking <laughs> oh, that about was <laughs> governor. That was clean. I, 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 um, yeah, well... I, you know, I said to Jackie Schlegel sitting right here in the thing, I said, I'm not apologizing for what I said. I was making a point. I made the point. I made the point poorly. And that's that. But I'm not going to apologize for, for what I said just to appease you. Mm. Not going to do it. That's whatever. Yeah. Color me uh, ugly. I'm going straight to hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, people, they want to get so off on these issues that are, and look, I'm not belittling any issue. They're, they're issues to you and they're important because they're important to you. But uh, there's a lot of issues out there. And the people messaging you have issues, clearly. Yeah. Lots of them. Well, if, you're, if, if your life is being determined by someone that's living rent-free in your head that yes. you don't even know, right? I don't have to go through the accolades of my life and the things I've done altruistically and for other people and charitably. And I don't, that ain't your business. I do what I do because I want to do it. And sometimes I do things that ain't so great. I've done a lot of that. So how do you like it when somebody says, you need to use your platform for whatever? And it just, that one of those that burns me up. I'm like, do you look at my social media? <laughs> exactly. Mine's about beer drinking, hell raising. I mean, <laughs> w- you want me to come talk politics on my platform? Yeah, and I, I love <laughs> when I will step out there and I will promote somebody. Like we just went through the municipal elections in, in Texas. The runoffs, uh, the final vote was on Saturday. My girl won. And uh, the... You know, you put stuff out there that says, hey, get to the polls and, and vote. And I've gotten private messages going, are you really just promoting this person when there's only six hours left for the polls to be open? I'm like, well, I've been promoting this person for the last couple of months. You know, just because you didn't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Stop interpreting reality through social media. I don't know how many times I can say this to people. And I say it, I have to say it to people who are in my life because they interpret reality through social mm-hmm. media. Mm-hmm. Just stop. Just stop. We, we are in, at the end of the day, first and foremost, uh, what we do on social media is for entertainment purposes. We use it to get a message out, but we also use it to entertain, right? So just relax, everybody. Relax. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Um, pretty fired up, though. Um, a lot of interesting things happening in this campaign deal, but we won't get into that because it's, it's ugly, though. I'll tell you that. And it, they ain't even, they haven't even gotten the dick pics yet. <laughs> and listen, listen, we're just, we're just, we're just tiptoeing around right now. I mean, they hadn't even gotten to the crazy stuff. Crazy stuff will come out eventually, you know. <laughs> Look, you know, Steve said a long time ago, Steve's like, you know, the thing about running for office is, 
uh, people that love you might decide they don't love you anymore once a lot of stuff starts coming out. It's like, well, that's why we've just said over and over, I'm pretty transparent. Mm -hmm. I've lived a wild and crazy life, done a lot of stupid things in my life. Um, we got the skeleton sitting in the front yard arranged like Halloween. I, mean, I know. It's going to be hard for me to like get some money from somebody to leak anything because you already leaked it all. Uh, well, I mean, like, that's, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. I, I had blackmail. My, I was lining everything up. You just said the dick pics haven't come out yet. Yeah. Like, give it a little bit and you can sell those. Yeah, I don't have any of those. Yeah. So. He's in them to you. Right. Left out. I, I suspect you could get some. Well, the funny thing about it is I'm not ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, not bad. <laughs> Somebody's gonna not send a bad. fake. Somebody's gonna send a fake teeny weenie. This is yeah, Chad. Right? Chad's like, that's not mine. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. Here, oh let me God. prove whoa, that's not mine. Let me show you what I'm working with here. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. The, the little blue hairs, they love me out there. They love me. Yeah. I'm telling you, we, we've done these campaign events go out there. And, and I am. I'm unapologetic. I, people ask me all these questions like the world is ending. And I answer them as honestly as I can. Mm -hmm. We will always err on the side of freedom. Bottom line. We'll always err on the side of freedom. Because, because as soon as I came out with a post the other day about being pro-vax choice, uh, then the pro-vaxxers started coming after me. There's no win. Yeah, there, there's no winning. And I said, well, we'll err on the side of freedom. That's the side of freedom means you, you choose. Yeah. That's the beauty of America. Yeah. You get to choose. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get to something yesterday, and I want to get to it. Um, Chrissy Noem, I love that girl. Uh, of course, the governor of South Dakota, Chrissy Noem. Would you play? She kind of she did a little rant the other day. Uh, will you play clip three, Kayla? You may find you have a gift or a talent that you didn't know that you had. You may meet somebody at that meeting that will change your life forever. Could be your next business partner, your next mentor, somebody that makes all the difference in the world for you, your family, your county, your state, or your community, or your country. So say yes to those opportunities when they come. The second thing is, is that this country is addicted to being offended. We love to be offended, don't we? By everything everybody says, oh my gosh, I can't believe they said that. That's terrible. You know, get over yourselves. <laughs> I love her. Yes. We just need to get over yourselves. I had a pastor years ago tell me, Christy, people are going to throw offenses out all the time at you. You're the one who decides if you want to pick it up and carry it around with you. But then you're the one carrying the burden. You have the opportunity to make a decision each and every time to just walk by that offense and leave it lay there and let it go. So I need you to get over yourselves because there are people in this country that we have quit talking to. We have gotten angry and emotional and we just wrote them off and said that they're a lost cause and we quit talking to them. I need you to stop. I need you to put the emotion and the anger aside. I never made a good decision when I made it out of anger or out of emotion. And walk up to people that you haven't talked to in a long time and have a conversation with them. And the first thing you need to do is listen. Listen to them, because nobody in this country feels like anybody's listening to them anymore. And then share with them the statistics or the facts or the stories of really the consequences of leadership. So number two is to get over yourself. There you go. Mm -hmm. Oh, and all God's people said. Yeah. Amen. There you go. Amen. I said to a group 
uh, a few hundred folks the other other night at a campaign event. I said, offendedness uh, is not collateral. You can't spend it. You know, we collect our offenses like like it's money. You know, so we can keep filing it out, mm-hmm. and, and that validates our existence in some way. So that goes back to what I was saying with the whole, you know, whether you're running for something in politics or you just you got you're passionate about something, you're going to offend somebody. Yeah, and, and being is. offended is a choice, and most of the time the choice is not so much. It's just look at me, I'm offended. Look at me, look at me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all it is. Yeah, we we get validated by our pain or or our our sense of victimhood. Yep. That's why I made a horrible pastor. I was a horrible pastor. I was a great preacher, a horrible pastor, because I'm a bottom line kind of person. You come to me with a problem, I'm going to tell you how to fix it. And most people don't want their problems fixed. They want their problems understood. And if you took their problem away, they would lose their identity. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't know who they are anymore because they've so identified with their problem. Uh, And that's just human nature. That's never going to go away. That's, That's how we're all built. But if you bottom line it and say, because again, people come to you and they want the therapist to go, how does that make you feel? Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel? I mean, okay, so first thing you need to do is this. Second thing you need to do is that. And the third thing you need to do is this. And they're like, well, what about the, how does it make me feel? I don't really give a shit how you feel. Uh, because. I mean, do you really want to be around somebody that feel? just talks about their problems all the time? I, it just kind of turns me off to be around them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Including family members. I know I love when you, my but... phone dings yeah. and there's certain people texting me, I'm like, here we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it today? Here we go. Yeah. Is that and... why you have us on silent? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's I... why you quit responding to me. <laughs> Listen, man, which my phone is ridiculous. My, my phone, you know, it, it, this thing is, you take, what was it, Sunday, this past Sunday, I was, it was, it was like just between the hour of like six and eight. 5.30 and 8 o'clock in the evening. 58 text messages. And when I say 58, I mean from different individuals. So 58 people. Yeah. Well, like, it's Sunday afternoon. Right. Yeah. Relax. And then don't even get me started on Mondays. Mondays are just stupid when the emails start showing up. Uh-huh. That's why for me, <clears throat> personally, in a lot of ways, I've checked out on things. Like, I, I just, I'm just like, I'm backed off. I'm just going through too many things. Mm-hmm. I, I, I must love chaos, mm-hmm. but I, I can't let it poison my own soul. And that's what we do. You know, I, I go back to the video I did a couple of years ago about eating the nasty biscuit. You know, you go to the, ga- the gas station and you buy one of those nasty ass biscuits because you're hungry and you eat it and it's nasty. It's everything you knew it was going to be. And you wind up throwing half of it away because it's gross. Who knows what level of greasy squirrel meats between two pieces of bread but you don't go back in the store and start cussing out the guy working behind the counter. You don't write, you know, you leave a Yelp review because you, you knew what you were mm-hmm, eating. Mm-hmm. You knew it was going to be a nasty biscuit. This ain't a five-star place that you went into and bought a greasy biscuit. We don't do that. But everything else in life, we treat like, oh, well, somebody, it's, this is somebody's fault. You got on social media. You knew what was going to come your way today. And you loved every minute of it. You, you got on there because you loved it yesterday and the week before. And for years now, you've loved getting on there and bitching and moaning and arguing and getting offended and all those things. And that's why I say, well, I don't say it, but like Christy Nolan said, get over yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You ate the nasty biscuit. You made the choice. Now get over it. Because <laughs> next week you're going to eat another biscuit. <laughs> um, <laughs>
I think it's possible he's never been to Quick Trip. Quick Trip. Because they have I, I, listen, awesome Steve biscuits. hates that I eat Quick Trip. Yeah, I hate it. Mm-hmm. I love I the Quick Trip. I can't believe food. anybody would eat out of there. I get their breakfast any, pizza any, is phenomenal. Any gas station like that kind of, oh, quick trip. you know, the stuff the on the rollers and stuff around. I, no, yeah. their their breakfast pizza That's... top notch. See, Brec- the, sandwiches. the sandwiches. I love good. convenience store mm-hmm. sandwiches. People I love hot dogs. Oh yeah, they yeah, got some. I love, they got, I love, yeah, yeah, I they love got some hot dogs. There. I'll do an Ossips burrito or a chimichanga. That's yeah. my only. Which you is know, the everybody has the nasty. Yeah, but I love them as long as it's got the hot sauce. I did throw away half of a of. Sandwich uh, this morning. You got to get there early. Yeah, you got to yeah. get them while they're fresh. Yeah. yeah. Hang on. We'll, we'll come back to this. This is groundbreaking stuff. Uh, <laughs> so, have you ever browsed an, in uh, incognito mode when you're on the internet? It's probably not as incognito as you think. And why would it be? Incognito mode, like the Chrome browser itself, is a Google product, and Google has made its fortune by tracking your movements online. There's even a $5 billion class action lawsuit against the company in California where it's accused of secretly collecting user data. Uh, Google's defense, incognito, does not mean invisible. So how do you make yourself uh, as invisible as possible when you're online? You use ExpressVPN. Turns out that even in incognito mode, your online activity still gets tracked and data brokers still get to buy and sell your data. Now, one of these data points is your IP address. That's how Luke Bryan knew to email me. Um, you, you gotta uh, use your you, you will use your IP to uniquely identify you and your location. But with ExpressVPN, your connection gets rerouted through an encrypted server, and your IP address is masked. So every time you connect to ExpressVPN, you get a random IP address shared by many other ExpressVPN customers. That makes it harder for third parties to identify you or harvest your data. Now, best of all, ExpressVPN is super easy to use. No matter what device you're on, you just hit one button and it will turn you invisible and they can't find you. So what you need to do is protect your privacy. Secure yourself with the number one rated VPN. Uh, visit expressvpn.com slash watch Chad. Get three months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash watch Chad. We'll be right back. Talk about uh, ExpressVPN and having all your stuff tracked. Um, you see, I, sometimes I watch these videos of like um, situational awareness and just, you know, we had Spencer Corson on and Spencer's written that great book, The Safety Trap. And it's basically being aware and being safe of everywhere you're at. And I don't know if I'm situationally aware or just paranoid, but I watch these videos. Like there was this one in a restaurant, these, these guys, there were two girls who were sitting at, at a table and these two guys came up and it shows how one was distracting them and the other one was like putting drugs in their drinks and stuff like that. And anyway, there's just, there's videos that are out there. Well, this one woman, uh, she actually found a tracker in her purse. I, this, is, this is insane. Play clip uh, number four on that one. At the end of the night, I'm cleaning my purse out and I find this. <laughs> if you don't know what this is, it's a tile. It's basically a tracker for, you know, people put it on their keys and whatnot. Um, it's not mine. I don't know how it got in my purse. 
I immediately took the battery out, don't worry. But um, yeah, so check your purses and uh, stay safe out there. That's, that's some scary stuff right there. Um, be careful out there. Did be you, careful. Did you see the video that was going around last Friday? And it was of this huge fat guy with no shirt on at a gas station. He got out of his Bronco truck and went around the pump and just started beating this woman. Yeah. Beating her to the ground. And people just stood by and, and filmed it. She was just pumping her gas. This woman yeah. did nothing to this guy to provoke him. Did you? Did you uh, well, I mean. You know what the correct response to that is? He's obviously overheated. She needed to pull the uh, pump out of the tank she and just, just kind of yeah. hose him down. Just hose him down. Yep. yep. The uh, if you got that full full screen of the uh, of the airline uh, Alaska Airlines uniforms, should pop that thing up there real quick. Uh, so, yeah, I think we're flying Alaskan Airlines this week. Wow, hey, we are. And uh, apparently there was a there was a problem mm. over the. Uh, Non-binary Alaska Airlines employee says a uniform policy is discriminatory. Let's get back to the offendedness thing. Okay. Oh, here we go. Yep. And I don't even know where the story is going, but yeah. they all wear scarves for a reason. <laughs> 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 Cover up that Adam's apple. Yeah. They huh? um, uh, said uh, they, see, I'm getting it right. I'm getting mm -hmm, it right. Mm -hmm. They said, when I am working as a flight attendant instructor and allowed to wear regular business attire, I am not forced into Alaska airlines male or female <clears throat> uniform policies neither which fit me because i am non-binary um I, well wait if there are they shouldn't they use we? They. don't start getting logical well let's hit, let's go into <laughs> they don't she doesn't or that they, they don't can't wear either one because they don't fit i don't even know this. how to say this but i have there's certain brands of jeans i don't wear because they don't fit my body correctly but that doesn't mean i'm non-binary right <laughs> what is they like, gonna wear yeah well what will they so, wear uh when i work as a flight attendant i'm forced into one of two standards uh often for up to four days at a time i'm willing to follow all the elements of the uniform policy for professional attire as i do when i work as an instructor but i don't want to be forced into a binary uniform that it, it excludes me and leads uh, to me being misgendered at work. Um, I, Do you think Demi Lovato... I don't know what to say here. Demi Lovato's going to come out with a, a new clothing line for the, for they and her... The, for them. For her. They and them. Mm. They and them. Like I say, go get your pronoun tattooed on your head. That way nobody makes a mistake. <laughs> and that's not the first time I've heard Steve say that. That's yeah. right. Well, it makes a bit of sense. I, it's, uh, I've been approached from behind because I have long hair or even the drive-thru at the McDonald's. And yeah, you have. Ma'am or this behind. like this. When they see me, it's like, I don't give a shit. Right. Call like, me, ma'am. You can choose to... Yeah, you're choosing it's not like to be upset. I can get offended. upset about it if I wanted to, or we can have a great laugh. Mm -hmm. And we usually have a great laugh. Well, it's that tight assy. When you get, yes, that, that's, <laughs> it. that's it. It's that sweet butt you got. You're looking from behind you like, hey, jeans. <laughs> bring, back, bring back those Jordans. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. I only had one pair and I only wore them once. Yeah. Some <laughs> seventh grade. Jordash, baby. Hey, girl. Uh, play uh, back to uh, Biden. I, let's get into a couple of clips. Uh, uh, climate. Racism is the greatest crisis of our time. Can you play that? Clip? Just three years after I stood where you're standing, two of my political heroes, Dr. King and Robert Kennedy, were gunned down. 
The Vietnam War divided the nation and divided families. We're in the midst of a great movement for civil rights, women's rights, and environmental rights. We've, we faced an, an inflection point, and we did our best to seize that moment because things were changing so rapidly. And now, you face another inflection point. As we put this pandemic behind us, rebuild our economy, root out systemic racism, and tackle climate change, we're addressing the great crises of our time with a greater sense of purpose than ever before. And because of you, your generation, I've never been more optimistic about the future than I am today. You represent one of the most gifted and talented and well-educated generations in American history. Huh. And you're going to see more change in the next 10 years than you saw and we saw in the last 50 years. What's an inflection point? <laughs> I, I mean, I know what an inflection is. That's when you change your tone, tone yeah. Yeah. in order to change a word. But I don't know. I don't think that word means what you think it means. Also, you sound Maybe he 1,400 means the tone years old. Of our He's trying to say something about changing course. And that's not... Uh, Maybe. I, I guess that's it. That's it. We're changing the tone of the nation because it's civil rights. And we're in a, mm. So we have, a, we have an environmental um, awareness. And I, I, I don't know. I'm confused. If, if we keep going the way we're going, they are going to see more in the next 10 years than we've seen of change than we've seen in the last 150 years going rapidly down the road. I told you guys yesterday, I'm going to, I'm just going to be one of the, I'm just going to start identifying. You just got to join them. We can't beat them. <laughs> I don't know what to be yet. There's so many things. So many things. joining them. What would cause the most confusion that I could get the most offended by? Like, have we got a list, Kayla? Have we got a list of all the things we could be? Like, do we have like 270 things? Like multiple choice? Yeah. I think you take this meta. <laughs> You become a man who, identifies. who identifies as a dog. Solid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yep. There's so many, so many options. Mm. I'm going to identify as the bear that got pushed off the wall by a 17 year old girl. Victim. How dare she put her hands on me? Victim. That's right. Mm -hmm. Bears lives matter. I identify as the bear. You were, you were just <laughs> BLM. Birth, you were the birthing bear of those cubs. But I, but am I? A gay bear? I like that. See, True. I don't know. See, you're going to misidentify me again. That's right. Big hairy Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore. Oh, my gosh. Did you know that the average American has 97 points? They could add to their credit score, but no idea how to get them. The data scientists at Scoremaster cracked the code on how. Adding 97 points to your credit score is like found money. It means fast loan approvals, huge discounts, and low interest rates on everything from buying or refinancing a home to leasing a new car to applying for a credit card. How fast is ScoreMaster? One member raised his credit score 33 points in just five days, another 43 points in a couple of weeks. ScoreMaster is so easy, it takes about a minute to get started, and if you hurry, you get to try ScoreMaster for free. That's right. Try ScoreMaster free and see how many plus points you can add to your credit score. Go to scoremaster.com slash chad. That's scoremaster.com slash chad. I'm going to give it to you one more time. I Listen, I went back and renewed mine the other day. Scoremaster.com slash chad. We'll be right back.
gosh. Hey, uh, Yale School of Medicine, speaking out after hosting what some consider a controversial guest speaker, an unnamed speaker who university officials said is not affiliated with Yale, gave Child Study Center Grand Rounds talk on April 6th. The event was titled The Psychopathic Problem of the White Mind. I told you we were going to fly into this. We're all um, psychopaths, right? All well, white people? Yes. Crazy. Mm-hmm. So uh, several faculty members expressed their concerns to university officials about the content of the talk. Um, a lot of white professors probably <laughs> <laughs> say, what? Now, uh, now that's, that's what was going to be my next question. Is this professor that wrote this, were they white? This isn't a professor. This was a or, guest speaker. Okay. Well. Um, so, uh, but that's not affi- affiliated with Yale. Uh, just a couple of clips here. Play uh, clip number two, Kayla. Around five years ago, I took some action. I systemically, systematically, I'm going to do, white groups did, most of my white friends, and I got rid of a couple of white bypass that snuck in my throat, too. I stopped watching the news. Once I started, I couldn't stop. I had less than 1% left. It was also public service. I had fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any white person that got in my way, daring their body, and wiping my bloody hands as I walked away relatively guiltless. With a bounce on my step, like I did the world of favor. All right. So basically fantasizing over killing white people? Murdering white people, yeah. Okay. I'm trying. You're good at fantasizing. Why are her hands all bloody if she's got a gun? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. she tried to revive them right after. Let me, let me ask y'all a question. Uh, based on voice analysis, we couldn't see the person. White. Mm-hmm. White? White. Sound like a white person. Probably. Yes. Female. Sound, sound like a white female. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe non-binary. You I don't judge know. anybody by their um, voice. White. Uh, this person, I'm going to assume she's a she, uh, went on to relate uh, white people to violent predators. Um, said that talking about race is useless. In fact, play clip four. We need to remember that directly talking about race to white people is useless because we're at the wrong level of conversation. Addressing racism is things that white people can see and process what we are talking about. They can't. That's why they sound demented. They don't even know they have a mask on. White people think it's their actual face. We need to get to know the mask. Black rage has nothing to do with black people and everything to do with white people. Somebody got some guilt. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you want to talk about white fragility? Is, there you go. I'm changing folks. my vote, though. I, I do too. think she sounds black. She, well, it's not that, but what she's saying and how she's saying it does not sound like she's white. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. I didn't mean inflection-wise. I meant, like, yeah. it's a weird, weird, weird thing to say if you are standing oh. there completely if white. does not identify as white. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> well, went on to say that white people have no empathy. And uh, white people make my blood boil. Maybe she is black. Maybe she's related to Ibram Kendi. Probably. Did, did, did they give her name? Nope. I mean, not that you can tell by somebody's name, but <laughs> maybe you can. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Steve? <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe Steve you listens can. to the show after the fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, unnamed. 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 That's not fair. I, I, mean, I need a name. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, it, I'm so tired of the. the I'm whole so tired thing. of stupid people like that having a platform to Just, uh, spread the hate. Yeah. Do you know that the uh, pandemic sent more students to summer school than ever? I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because you can't learn on a Zoom call. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of a hard thing to do. These are these these are the real issues that are out there. If my kids were quarantined that whole time, 
they would absolutely be in summer school. Yeah. Yeah. Got to have more, more leadership like Ron DeSantis who says, meh. Yeah. Like he said the other day he was going to oppose any uh, GOP candidate in Florida that uh, pushed for masking children to go to school and was going, uh, what was the other thing um, that uh, pushed for, oh, what was the other thing? Well, I remember on June But basically it was the same general deal. Yeah, and on June 1st, you know, because June is Pride Month, he banned all transgender from playing women's sports. Well, women's he was yeah. against the va- vaccine passports, right? Vaccine yeah, passports. Oh, that's yeah. another one. Requiring yes. that was also going to fine companies that yes. demanded people have vaccines. Right now, like the cruise lines? Yeah. Royal yeah. Caribbean. Royal yeah. Caribbean is about. Good. Yeah, they're like, they were originally going to make sure yeah. you had to have a vaccine before you got on their cruise ship. Right. And that's good because I've changed my mind now. I may want to take a cruise. I'm still against it. They were getting dysentery long oh, before yeah. pandemic mm-hmm. came along. Also, lots of people die on cruises and are never found. It's true. They have their own morgue. Yeah. On the cruise ships. I yeah, visit. These are people who get pushed off the sides. Stop. White psychopaths. Push them over the side. Yeah. It's probably white people. It's obvious. Y'all have never been. Who told they me white that? Rage. Candace, they white rage Candace on the cruise lines. That. People disappear. I don't <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, I was told that at least one person dies on every cruise. Then they ha, do uh, have the a hospital. Last cruise I was on, two people died. Uh, one, we weren't an hour out of port, and uh, went ahead and stuck them on ice. Dropped over dead in the casino. Get out! I believe that because there was. I was on uh, one of my first cruises. I went on like the. Fir- I was on the boat four hours before we even left port, and I had probably two or three pictures of margaritas. And uh, I was about ready to die. <laughs> well, that's some people's retirement plan is rather than going into an assisted living or a nursing home or whatever, they just get, they go from cruise yeah. to cruise. I met someone at your show on Friday night, told me that same thing, yeah. that she had all of her retirement funds and stuff. And instead of going into an assisted living, she just cruises. Yeah. She just well, cruises not all year like, round. What'd she do this last year? Came to my show. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's getting boat. back on. Yeah. That's actually, a gene. I'm going to do that. That is smart. That's, yeah. It, I love it. At a, what for a week maybe you spend okay, get a cheap room for under 400 bucks every for a seven week? to ten yeah. days you just yeah. pack your stuff up and get on a different boat yeah think about it you're fed yeah. you got everything you need you're seeing the world yeah. under- every week you got to go out there and stand on the deck for the emergency exit <laughs> drill that's true. Yeah. i mean that's a lot of commitment and put on your life jacket and Stand in line. And, um, but you can teach other people that have never been on a cruise to how to do it. Go station yeah. or something. Yep. Yeah. I know at least one airline uh, captain that does that. He, he's at least three weeks a month he's, he's on a cruise. Really? And then he works the other one week. Flying? Yeah. That dude likes to go. He does. Well, he says he doesn't really live in his house. I mean, he has one. Uh, he has actually a, a number of houses, and he rents out. He's that's his. Side Should have business. been an airline pilot. Yeah, that was his was side. That business. is the life, man. I wasted my whole life, y'all. But, uh, yeah, uh, he says uh, two to three cruises a month at least. Yeah, I know people that live on the cruise lines that they might see their house once every nine months. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's they work for the cruise lines. I mean, wow, that's, that's where they stay. And uh, yeah, anyway, the Pentagon says diversity training uh, is essential in defending the nation. Uh, that's where we're at on that. You know what's going to happen? <laughs> when Trump gets reelected in 2024, if that ever, that dumb thing went through, he'd pull that in two seconds. See, and that's where, that's where things like critical race theory are yeah. going to come in. It's going to yep. be problematic. Mm-hmm. Because let's say you are leading a platoon in battle and you're going to tell one of your guys to charge a machine gun nest 
Well, if it's a black soldier, well, he, of course he picked me. He's racist. But if you pick a white soldier, well, then you didn't trust the black soldier to go do his yeah, job. Yeah, you cannot win. You can't win on this thing with critical race theory. That, this kind of crap has no place in the military. Mm. That's why they shave their heads. That's why they put them in uniforms. That's why they make them look as uniform as possible. That's, it's not about any of that. Mm-hmm. It's not about your diversity. It's about uniformity. You're in the military now. You get the same training. You get the yeah. same, you, get the same uh, you know, whatever you want to call it. It's indoctrination mm-hmm. in, into middle, military lifestyle, you, 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 the whole thing. In the Marine Corps, we had two colors, light green and dark green. And that's the way it was referred to, and that was in 1990. Well, if the CCP soldier shoots you, they don't care what color you are. Yeah. You're an American, mm-hmm. right? If you're in Vietnam and they shot you, they didn't care if you were black or white. It's just like we didn't pay attention to what color our enemies were either in any war, ever. It, that's not what people look at. It's just you are a member of the military. You are in a uni one form. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. So diversity training is not essential to defending the nation. Anything that draws lines between people based upon race is racist. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I don't care if it's reverse racism or whatever word you want to give it. If you are discriminating against somebody because of one thing or another and it is their skin color, then, sorry, it's prejudicial treatment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have solved the world's problems here. We have gotten into it. The world's gone crazy. (laughs) The world's gone crazy. Like, come at me. Golly. These Rawr. graphics are going to be a great break from me. Really <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> Go to watchchad.com. Uh, <laughs> find the hidden link. <laughs> we'll send DP. you a code, a verification code. In my Alaska Airlines uniform. We'll be right back. real simple look we can make fun of the world the world is worth making fun of right now culture has gone crazy people have lost their minds it, it just don't put up with anybody's crap and at the same time be nice to everybody be respectful of people it's not that hard or not if you have hard. nothing nice to say don't say it at all or don't text it or post or it tell me so we can laugh together i you know that's the thing mm. we're getting worried about things quit getting offended let's just chill everybody i like you you like me we're one big family <laughs> Are what we? A, whatever Barney says. I was going to say, it sounds like a purple. Barney I never song. judged him. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think he man. says, if you don't have anything nice to say, send a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you my purple dinosaur. Uh, the uh, kids are watching this show. <laughs> I don't know why you parents would allow it. Uh, but uh, yeah, anyway. Boise, Idaho. We're going to be there Thursday night. Going to be in Everett, Washington. Get your tickets at watchchad.com. Got tons of shows coming up all over Texas. A numerous, numerous campaign events where we will be uh, visiting people. I would be remiss if I didn't tell you to visit prather2022.com because I can until they shut me down and tell me I can't share that anymore. And that's coming. Uh, that's okay. God bless the censors. I'm talking to you, Beck. That's what that, he said. Actually, the same Glenn thing. Beck's never he censored did, me for anything. No, really. but he no. said the same thing today. Yeah. He's like, oh, our voices can only go as far as possible before we get canceled. It's true. It's true. Cancel culture's out there. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. The people on the on the quote right side of the aisle, they're just as bad with mm-hmm. cancel culture. If you ever say anything they disagree with, they want to shut you down. 
Um, you know, forget the fact that you're sacrificing a whole lot of stuff and putting your neck on the line to go out there and stand for them. They're still like, <laughs> whatever, eat the nasty biscuit if that's what you want. <laughs> Complain about it all you need to. Uh, but visit watchchad.com, sign up blazetv.com slash chad. We love you guys. We love our Blaze family. Thanks for tuning in. Rate and review where podcasts are offered, and we will talk to you tomorrow night. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.